Hello and welcome in to the North Idaho PrepCast on IdahoSports.com, breaking out District 1 and 2 activities week in, week out in the great state of Idaho. It's presented by No Vape Idaho. Be smart, don't start. My name is Brandon Bainey. We are joined by our North Idaho expert, Ryan Skaggs. What's up, Skaggs? What's going on? What are you drinking today? A little kombucha. Non-alcoholic, of course, but I don't know. I'm hooked on this stuff. I don't drink soda. And so, like, go to make the old Costco run and uh, found kombucha and cans. And I'm like, yeah, I'm hooked. <laughs> I thought you were cool, but. I know, right? The next thing you know, I'm going to start wearing, like, flannels and growing my hair out and change my name to, like, some hipster like name, like, Sage or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. Oh, my. <laughs> My my wife and I like to poke fun at the um, people that move to North Idaho from other states, and um, kind of how hipstery and trendy they like to be. And yes, it's just that. And we're, we were trying to think, we're like, what is the most like obnoxious hipstery name that we could come up with? And my wife nailed it. She goes, "Hi, this is my daughter Patagonia." And- oh my gosh. <laughs> My son's Sequoia. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. I'm that's gonna, funny. Let's this see. is my dog Eddie and Bauer. Uh <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm gonna jot that down. Uh you just gave somebody sitting there and they're gonna like thumb through the internet and be like, that's a genius name for a child. <laughs> Yeah, I get the uh, I get the naming rights. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's how that works. Anyways, welcome in. It's the North Idaho Prepcast on IdahoSports.com, live on the IdahoSports.com YouTube channel, Facebook page, Twitter account. Of course, you can watch this on replay anytime and listen to the North Idaho Prepcast on IdahoSports.com or wherever you download and subscribe to podcasts. All right, Skags, we're going to be very basketball heavy on this week's edition, but there are a few wrestling nuggets we did want to get out of the way here. We're preparing for district uh, tournament time. They're mostly, you know, we're down to a couple of duels left or maybe a try match here or there, but next week it's districts in two weeks, it's state. And the big storyline in North Idaho is post falls right. They are the team that represents um, the best chance of going down and coming home with a first place trophy at that 5A tournament. They've been injury tested this year, though. Ryder Seguin has been out uh, for a number of weeks. Trey Smith, we chronicled uh, the very scary infection he developed right uh, on his knee. Um, positive news last night on our Idaho Matt Chat prep cast gags. Ryder is back and competed last week. He's ready to go. Trey is going to attempt to come back, which would be just an incredible story. I'll admit, I thought he was done for the season, but if he can come back in time for districts and state, that's going to help post falls significantly. Yeah, that for me, that's just absolutely baffling. I mean, when I had that same infection, I was in the hospital for over a month. And, you know, like they had a, I don't know exactly the extent of what they did surgically to that leg to get the infection out, but I mean, basically, I had a plug. Of, of flesh like basically removed from my body and you could look into the wound and almost see all the way down to like my fibula and you know if that's the case and how they they went through that surgical procedure with him and he's able to come back i mean that is 
holy cow, that kid's got some kahunas on him. I mean, as far as like just being able to to have the drive to do it. And that's, that's, I mean, a, a testament I know to him and how hard he works and that he just wants to win. But at the same time, like, you know, that's an injury. Like nobody's going to fall to kid if he doesn't come back. Like that's just something that, you know, you don't really have control over getting an infection to that level. So um, if he's able to make it back and, and make a run at the state tournament, like, I mean, that's, I don't know how that's not one of the stories of the year. That's, that's an amazing comeback story for what's gone on this season. Yeah, it would be just remarkable if that were to occur. Yep. So, you know, our thoughts and prayers continue to be with Trey as he Absolutely. recovers from this um, for sure. So, yeah, uh, Post Falls is the team with all of the buzz here coming down the stretch. And along those lines, um, Al Fontes, our great wrestling contributor, of course, he does his Hidden Gems of Idaho series where he goes one-on-one and introduces the state to a wrestler that may not have much acclaim yet, but is somebody that's worthy of that attention. He is uh, putting the finishing touches on his latest Hidden Gems series with Tyson Barnhart from Post Falls High School, which is going to be, I think, a really powerful story once that's shared. Yeah, no, there's... There's so many kids in in North Idaho that are, you know, we we saw the story about Hoyt Haas last week that that uh, Al put together, and there's there's a number of those type of stories and those type of kids up here, and just there's great families and great stories, and so, um, you know, kudos to Al putting that together and putting the spotlight on kids, not just you know up here, but statewide. I mean, like wrestling is one of those sports that doesn't get the notoriety like basketball does, and. The fact that, you know, you've put together an awesome panel for the weekly Matt chat, even though you keep stepping in it with talking about basketball during it, <laughs> which I, I'm starting to think you're doing on purpose um, just because you like to stir the pot. But uh, in saying that, like, yeah, I mean, the, I don't know anybody else that's given the the ground as far as the, the, the podium for wrestling to kind of have um, some talk in the forefront. And it's, it's great because it's helped not only the boys side, but it's, the side of the girls that's growth. I mean, in statewide, like it's going to be one of the bigger state tournaments in the country for girls. And that's, that's awesome to see the growth that's taken place. And, you know, with, with title nine and everything that's in place, being able to see coaches be hired to be dedicated just to be the girls coach. And um, we're seeing more of that. And that's, that's an awesome thing. And um, you know, that the rising tides lift all boats as girls wrestling steps up, it's going to grow boys wrestling too. And, um, you know, Idaho has already shown on the national stage what it can do competition wise and, and at the collegiate level even too. Um, you know, with having a former Post Falls wrestler being ranked number one currently in the nation for Nebraska, like there's there's all sorts of cool stuff that's come out of stories from the state of Idaho. So wrestling's in good hands right now and in a really good spot in the, in the state of Idaho. And I think people like Al for for putting the spotlight in wrestling. We do have uh, Hoyt and Brock in the chat. North Idaho girls are showing out. No doubt about yeah, it. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. It's been awesome. Um, the J the Jaybird Memorial Tournament, the biggest girls meet of the year, was held this past weekend at Columbia High School. Jolie Slider went down and cleaned up like she typically does, and so yep. um, she is going to be part of a group. Um, if she, if she can continue to um, progress here, if she was when she was a freshman, it was the first officially sanctioned. Um, year for Idaho high school girls wrestling. So she's kind of one of the pioneers here of it being an officially sanctioned sport. But of course, the original pioneer in North Idaho, I think of Alyssa Randall's from Coeur d'Alene, right? She competed before it was 
officially recognized by the IHSAA and what she has done has laid the groundwork for so many other incredible young women up here in North Idaho. Just phenomenal. So, yeah, no, I think the programs in North Idaho kind of set the gold standard um, for for girls wrestling statewide. Um, when you look at Coeur d'Alene and Post Falls and Moscow and, and Lewiston, as far as some of the teams that have kind of spearheaded this movement and um, the growth and, you know, like Hoyt said, with showing out, the girls have been awesome this year, especially from North Idaho. Bonners Ferry's got a crazy good program. Sandpoint's got some good kids. Um, it's been it's been awesome to see the, the growth. For, I mean, Potlatch even has a girl that's that's really, really good, too. So, I mean, the small schools are getting in the mix also. Yep. Um, shout out to Jordan Tyler from Sandpoint as well. You mentioned Sandpoint. It made me think of it. He crossed the 100 win mark for his career last week, which is outstanding. And look at this little insider info here from Hoyt. North Idaho's little secret is Lewiston's Emma Rivera. Keep your eye out for her. N I R champ. Okay. It's awesome. That's, yeah. That's we love There's, it. Yeah. No, we, but, and especially I think of all the prep casts, we might talk about wrestling the most, or at least the most in depth to, to pat ourselves on the back in here. But, um, you know, we've got great families like the Haas family and, and other families, the Zimmermans and, um, that have, that have been awesome with the sport of wrestling. So yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be pretty cool to see how things go, especially at the state tournament. I mean, can Idaho bring home the North Idaho, bring home the lion's share of the, the titles come state time for girls. I mean, that's, it's yet to be seen. I think we got a really good shot. Yeah. In terms of individuals. Yes, I think so. Uh, Clearwater classic champ as well for Emma Rivera and fourth at the Jaybird last week. So we'll keep an eye out um, team wise, Thunder Ridge uh, and then Canyon Ridge and then Jerome are kind of your team title favorites. Um, but individually, yes, North Idaho has a great shot there at girls state. Uh, all right. Talking hoops. Bruce says, I lasted less than five minutes last night, Ryan. <laughs> He's one of one of the genuinely good good guys around too. I've known Bruce for years and um you know he loves the sport of wrestling too it's cool to see him actually checking in and he's gonna have to listen to some some pumpkin pushing for a little while as we talk about basketball so yeah he <laughs> might yeah well we'll see he might dip out here <laughs> we'll <laughs> give you the heads up when we make the transition bruce you can go and say goodbye <laughs> yep there's your there's your warning there's the off ramp if you want to just go back and re-listen to the matt chat prep cast um okay here's a comment from melissa she says, let's see if Max Preps gets it right to not put Coal Valley and Melba against each other in the first round of state. They just played in the district championship game. So this will kind of segue into our girls basketball discussion where I will put the girls district tournament brackets up on the screen. We'll kind of dissect what's been happening so far. One bit, one <laughs> bit officially clinched to state so far, and we will get to that in a moment, but Let's start with 2A because we've talked about this ad nauseum where Coal Valley, Melba, and Grangeville, and really it's Grangeville, Coal Valley, Melba, one, two, three. Those are your kind of consensus top three teams this year. And um, <laughs> the last time we checked, they were all going to be on the same side of the bracket. Skaggs, I've got bad news. It's it's still looking that way. You're still looking at Grangeville as your one seat. If if everything goes to form and we think everything's going to play out the way it does, Grangeville will be your one seat at state, very well earned. Coal Valley Christian will be the four seed. Melba will be the five seed. So all of them are going to be front loaded on this top half of the bracket. And oh. I just I don't understand it. 
it makes I, me sick to my stomach, man. Like I look at it, but it. I said my piece last week um, about it, and I'm just gonna stand on it that like until we get a human element involved, like we're doing the kids a disservice. Like, what else do I gotta say? Like, right. And I, and I mean, wrestling can get it right. You know, let's let's bring wrestling back in the picture. They can get it very right. Why can't why can't the other sports like we rely on this computer aided formula? Like I, I I don't I don't understand. I really don't understand it. Yep. And again, with everything we say about Max Preps, we are light years ahead of where we used to be. Where it was, all right, we're gonna pull out ping pong balls and randomly drop the bracket that way. Yeah, Chris says Coal Valley should jump North Fremont in the rankings, but they won't. Yes, and I would argue Bear Lake also. You know, Bear Lake is 19 and three, which is impressive. But then you go underneath the hood and they haven't played nearly as rigorous of a schedule as Melba, Coal Valley or Grangeville. So it's just, yeah, it's it's a lot of messiness right now. But speaking of that, let's take a look at the 2A Central Idaho League Tournament Skags. District Championship is tonight, Wednesday night in Grangeville. One versus two, kind of like we expected. It is Kellogg against Grangeville. Each team, I love how condensed this tournament is this is a true tournament monday yep. play in game orofino beats st mary's 40 to 19 the next night is your first round grangeville beat orofino last night 77 25 kellogg beats priest river 48 30 no time to breathe third night in a row we're playing it's priest <laughs> river and orofino in a loser out game grangeville at kellogg and by the way Whoever survives this game over here will have to play the loser four games in four days, Skaggs, just to play a play-in game against Ambrose. Yeah, and that's uh, – but the thing is, I look at this – I'm telling you, the more I see this Kellogg team play, the the more I'm I'm not, like, thinking, like you said, that, like, they're going to bounce out in a play-in game. I think they're going to make a heck of a lot of noise in a in a playoff game situation. This Kellogg team, can they can play. They can shoot the ball. They play good defense. Um, this is a team that that I think would give an Ambrose absolute fits. I really do think Kellogg is is somebody to be reckoned with. Whether or not they get the win, I don't know. I just think it's going to be a competitive game. Um, I look at Grangeville as the favorite. Coach Barger does such a phenomenal job. Um, I don't want to say it's going to be a runaway victory for Grangeville, but I don't think that they want to mess around with playing a couple more games until state. So I look at the Bulldogs taking care of business tonight. Yep. Uh, I think it's going to go just kind of chalky here. And um, I'm getting less and less confident with my Kellogg prediction with each, because when it was Kellogg and New Plymouth in my projections, I was like, yes, I think New Plymouth is better. Then I was projecting Kellogg and Napa Christian. And I was like, yeah, I still kind of lean Napa Christian. Now that it's Ambrose, they're the, they're the five seed from district three. Um, I'm going to stick with Ambrose. You know, I'm a man of my word, but Kellogg Nation, I would love to be wrong. I'll come back here and wear it for sure if I'm if I'm wrong about this. But yeah. um, big news, Skaggs. Whoever gets there, whether it's Kellogg or Orofino or Priest River or you know, probably not going to be Grangeville, but let's whoever it is, this game right here, this state tournament play-in game, going to be broadcasted on IdahoSports.com Saturday from McCall Donnelly go. High School. So you get to tune in and watch your team try to advance to state. How cool Isn't is there that? Uh, the the Winter Festival going on right now too in Kellogg? I think it starts this weekend, if I'm not mistaken, or next weekend. But anyways, like that's a that's a fun time to be down in down in McCall. Like that's a yeah. So sorry if I said Kellogg, I meant McCall. But yes, um, yes. yeah, no, that's a that's a good time to be in McCall. It's a fun fun time. But 
Uh, should be a great game. I Like I said, I like the Wildcats. I really do think that if Kellogg ends up in that spot, that's a team that can give an Ambrose team fits. We'll see. It's going to be very interesting for sure. All right, let's give uh, let's give our flowers to Coach Nicole Simmons and the Coeur d'Alene Vikings, the first team from North Idaho to officially clinch a spot at state at the 5A district tournament. They beat Lake City last night, 50 to 31. This was an absolute butt whipping, no matter which yep. way you slice it up. Yeah, no, they came in with a perfect game plan. Um, you know, frustrating. Um, you know, Waddington down low, you just kind of maul and mug and, and, you know, try to make your guards beat you. And that's, that's what the recipe for success. And then having Tegan Colvin back in the lineup at full strength, full go, like, I mean, you talk about a game changer on the floor. She went off for over 20 last night and, um, that was, uh, and then it doesn't hurt when you, you knock down, I think it what was it 12, three pointers or something like that in the game for quarter that'll win you some ball games. So uh, yeah, that's uh that's a recipe for success for quarter They're going to find themselves um, hopefully on a top four seed line. I don't know if that's going to end up being the case at state or not, but Lake city, you know, they're going to have to win against post falls tonight, which I think they do. And then find themselves in that ever so dreaded play in game at Grangeville on Saturday. Yeah, so here is how the seedings would go. Um, <clears throat> if Lake City were to advance to state, Skaggs, if they can beat Post Falls in this third-place game Thursday night and then beat whoever comes out of District 3 in this play-in game, they would be the number one seed, according to Max Preps, which yep. ma- makes sense. Only two losses all year, uh, one to Coeur d'Alene, one to Rocky Mountain, and they beat Boise. So, And these could yep. change, right? Because uh, the last update was done Monday the fifth, so these strength mi- of schedules improve as district tournament play goes on. So yeah, but also the the margin here against Coeur d'Alene may affect Lake City also. But right now it's Lake City one, Boise two, Rigby three, Coeur d'Alene four. So if Lake Ooh. City gets to state, they could be on the same side of the bracket as Coeur d'Alene. A semifinal matchup possibly. Wow. <laughs> Uh, and then, of course, if Lake City doesn't make it, then Coeur d'Alene could slot up to the three seed, where then they would be on the same side of the bracket as Rigby. And they, of course, played at the Tarkanian Classic in Las Vegas earlier this year. Yep. Uh, th- no matter how you slice it, this 5A tournament is just going to have fantastic matchups up and down the board. And yep. honestly, every game's going to be tight. So it's down to which team doesn't get caught up in the moment and the bright lights and makes plays is, is the team that's going to win the five, a state championship. This Who's year. able to utilize their bench and stay out of foul trouble too. I think that's really going to come down into it too. Cause I mean, that SIC tournament's no, no slouch. And um, you know, even look at East Idaho. I mean, you got some good teams over there in East Idaho that have been playing good basketball as well, that there's teams going to be coming in and they're going to be battle tested, but also possibly battle weary. So Who's got the stronger the bench? Who's coming back into the fold at full strength? That's going to be kind of the test to see, you know, at state, come state time. That's going to be, I think, a fascinating state tournament this year. Yeah, can't wait for it. Uh, shout out to Post Falls. They held on by their fingernails last night against Lewiston in a loser out game, 60 to 58. Uh, Lewiston, what a hard fought battle and then a great first season for Coach Julie Fisher. They were competitive. Yep. Just about every contest this year refused to go down. They were down in the second half, made a fourth quarter rally. It came up just short. Um, so post fall stays alive. 
They get to travel to Lake City Thursday night for a chance to topple the apple cart, and Post Falls could have a chance then at the state play-in game. We'll have to wait and see, but. Yeah, they got 23 from Brooklyn Brennan last night, if I'm not mistaken. So they'd need another huge night from her and some supporting cast to go with it to knock off, uh, have a chance of knocking off Lake City tonight. Yep. The next biggest story, Skaggs, was right here in the 3A Intermountain League, uh, where Timberlake swept Bonners Ferry, therefore got the number one seed for this best of three series. But then Monday night, Bonners Ferry gets a 55 to 53 victory and the key was they had four players in double figures in scoring Markin Pluid led the way um, but then they had three others you know get 10 and so that balance was too much for Timberlake to to overcome and so they get a 55-53 win Skaggs I went back and researched this for my bracketology update yeah. Bonner's Ferry until Monday night had not beaten Timberlake in over nine years can you even yeah, believe that been a, been a while I was gonna say it was something like I can't remember, was it 26 consecutive meetings or something like that? I think it was. And that 24, was 24. Yeah. 24. Yeah. So, I mean, hats off to the Badgers. They got a recipe that was, that was almost did the job earlier this year. And then uh, finally were able to, to get the monkey off their back in game one. I mean, this is going to be pretty pivotal. I mean, did you wake the, the sleeping monster and see if late Timberlake's going to come storming back or can you, you know, force a, you know, Timberlake able to force a three-game series. I mean, this is going to be pretty telling that if, uh, you know, Bonners Ferry wins tonight, they earn their ticket in. I mean, they, they took on one of the best teams at 3A in the state for the last, you know, better part of a decade. Um, and, you know, Timberlake, can they show their medal and be who we thought they were at the beginning of the season and close this out? It's going to be a great, you know, great game tonight. I look at this one. This is going to be the, the marquee matchup in North Idaho, in my opinion. So, um, it's definitely a game to keep your eye on. And again, statewide 3A state tournament, this thing is wide open. Every yep. team, every team that's coming to state has warts on their resume, has flaws. Uh, Snake River is missing their star point guard. Parma is missing their point guard. Fruitland has played so many close games, and it's been a while since they've been to state. Teton yep. looks to be the most complete team, but they lost to Sugar Salem, and Sugar didn't even take second in their district so um filer is solid but they lost to kimberly or they i mean every team this whoever yeah. gets there bonners ferry or timberlake is going to have a puncher's chance only because i'm not sure i could point at one team and go this is the team to beat in 3a they're all yeah. pretty equal i wish that there was the 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 0.5 bid man like you yeah. talk about two teams that are deserving of being there like these two teams both both deserve to be in i mean it's it's a shame that one of these has to go home and end their season after this week. But um, man, what a nice! I mean, it's been a nice little rivalry that's brewed this year, and, and we've seen grow. And uh, yeah, it's it's going to be a heck of a ball game tonight. Timberlake has to run the table here, and since Matt Miller has been coaching Timberlake, they have been the puncher, not the punchy, more times than not. That you know they have lost a couple of times to like Kellogg over the years when Kellogg was in the IML, and they did lose a play-in game to Weezer a couple of years ago. But but from Bonner's Ferry, I mean that was the one thing you could count on if you're a Timberlake fan. And now, okay, backs against the wall. We got to run the table. I cannot wait for this game tonight in Timberlake. It's gonna yep. be fun. Yep. Yeah. 
for sure. Okay, let's go for a. This is the Inland Empire League. We had our play-in game Monday. Moscow went to Lakeland. Hawks hold serve at home. They win 55-42. This now sets up a very intriguing best-of-three game series between Lakeland and Sandpoint. Skaggs, Sandpoint swept the regular season series, but the games were close. Now, in in Coach Love, we trust you convinced me of that last week. But what does Lakeland have to do to pull off the upset here and steal this bid from Sandpoint to go to state? I mean, Sandpoint's just known for winning ugly, and you know it's a win in the win column. Like wins and losses don't look any different; they look the same if it's by two or if it's by twenty-two. I mean, it still counts as a win, right? So, um. But the thing is, is that Coach Love's been so good about utilizing that bench. Lakeland's got to be able to to get the starters in in trouble early. I think Lakeland's just going to have to pin their ears back and go right at them, and go strength on strength, and just hope that your players have a better night. I mean, if you're able to get some some magic working down low in the post, and then um, you know get players like Kiefer in the mix as well, and and be able to to work things out, like Lakeland's got a shot. They got a good lineup. But, you know, Sandpoint's been been able to, I think, withstand everybody's puncher's chant, you know, puncher's shot this year. They've been they've taken haymakers from everyone and more often than not have ended up on the plus side of the column. But, um, you know, if Lakeland can steal a game just like Bonner's Ferry and force that game three, I mean, this thing gets real interesting real fast. But um, Sandpoint, you know, if they're going to want to, I think, put away Lakeland, they would have to come out hot tonight. And just almost make it a a mental affair of like, you know, I don't say demoralize your opponent, but if they, if if Sandpoint wants to walk away with this one, they'd have to take care of business tonight. Otherwise, if it goes, Lakeland steals a game here, um, you know, they're deadly. It's dangerous given those teams hope late in the season, you know, especially a team that's got some pieces that can play basketball. So. Um, but I, I still believe in Coach Love and his crew. But I mean, this Lakeland team is—they're—they're they're not bad. They're pretty good. So um, it's definitely—I don't want to say it's going to be a cakewalk for for Sandpoint to win this thing, but Lakeland's got a puncher's chance, absolutely. And unlike Timberlake and Bonner's Ferry, where Timberlake gets home court advantage throughout the three-game series, if Lakeland gets the win tonight, home court flips to Lakeland. Yeah, the game—the game one winner gets to host game two. Um, so we'll keep an eye on that for sure. That starts tonight in Sandpoint, seven o'clock. All right, let's go to the one ace. Let's start uh, tonight. We've got a district championship double dip for you on IdahoSports.com. Skags, I'm going to be Ooh. on the call, and I have enlisted our number one supporter, Sam. Sam's going to come and and help nice. out with the broadcast tonight. I'm so nice. excited. That's awesome. Yeah, you got a you got a good one there. That'll be fun. Uh two two games. I mean, I look at Clark Fork and Mullen. I really do look at Clark Fork walking away with the title tonight in this game. But um, I mean, it's just been Mullen's one of those teams you said that like they had to recruit eighth graders to complete the roster and the lineup. Um, you know, so I like the Wampus Cats in this one, and then they're gonna have to go play in that that ever so famous fun everybody loves playing game from a district championship standpoint. <laughs> Um, that's a, that's going to be a test for the Wampus cats, but I l- at least look for him to get the win tonight. Yeah. Uh, there's really no drama here. Clark fork will win this. I, I'm not saying because I mean, Mullen, just seven players, three of them are eighth yeah. graders. Sh- it is what yeah. it is, but 
Wampus Cats will get to tune in tonight on IdahoSports.com. And then Skaggs, I don't know if you saw where this play-in game's at, but McCall Donnelly High School, that state play-in game is going to be on IdahoSports.com as well. So Wampus Cat Nation, you're going to get back-to-back games for your Clark Fork Wampus Cats tonight in the district championship, Saturday in that play-in game on IdahoSports.com. You can't ask for more than that. There you go. No, you can't. Yeah, no, the... The Wampus Cats love us up there. They do a great job supporting us, and uh, we we love to support them. So it's uh, great to see some success from that girls team. And um, you know, maybe they they go full Hoosiers and they steal a steal a victory on Saturday. That'd be pretty awesome. Yeah, more than likely they'll be playing Rockland in that playing game. So it's kind of revenge from volleyball season where Clark Fork yep. and Rockland met in that play and match and Rockland got the win there. So uh, tonight at North Idaho college, five 30 Clark fork versus Mullen on IdahoSports.com. That will be followed by the scenic Idaho conference championship between Wallace and Lakeside one versus two at seven o'clock tonight. Also on IdahoSports.com. Also from North Idaho college Lakeside won on Monday night over Genesis prep 54 34. Uh, I was courtside for that game, Skaggs. I was on the PA mic, so I got to take in uh, the action. I got to see this Lakeside team with my own eyes for the first time. I'm impressed. The the the, the really this game comes down to Wallace has size and spades. Lakeside does not. Can their guards outproduce Wallace's posts? You know that's the thing is dribble penetration. Maybe get some foul trouble. Find yourself at the line, getting some free buckets. Like that's. You know, if you're going to have a recipe for success for Lakeside in tonight's ball game, I think that's how you're going to get it done. Um, is that you're just going to have to attack, 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 and see if you can draw fouls and get the the referees involved a little bit too. Uh, if you're Wallace, I mean, you're going to want to slow the game down. I think you just really want to work work your offensive set, get it down low, and and see what comes out of it. Um, maybe you get some. You know, I don't want to say hack a shack situation setting up, but you're going to find yourself at the free throw line, maybe getting some buckets, especially if you're, you know, drawing the defense from smaller defenders. Yep. Uh, these teams played in the regular season. Lakeside won the first matchup by three, 38 35. Wallace won the rematch by three in overtime, 53 to 50. We talked about that. It was just last week. And then we said, you know, because they had tied for the league title, they held the coin flip skags. I did find out later in the chat uh, from Wallace uh, Athletics Facebook. Uh, they did hold that coin flip right after that overtime game. They said, all right, we're here. We're flipping the coin. And, Wa- and Wallace won the coin flip, which was cool for sure. Yeah, And, I mean, don't be surprised if you get some bonus ball tonight. I mean, that that game realistically could go OT again. Yep. Um, okay, real quick, uh, you mentioned Lakeside's got to stay out of foul trouble. They got into foul trouble Monday night against Genesis Prep. Two starters, Kim uh, Kimberly Pluff and Destiny Lowley. Um, each picked up three fouls in the in the first half of action. Now, Tyler Lambert came in and gave Lakeside some huge minutes off the bench, um, but I'm with you. Lakeside's got to stay out of foul trouble if they're going to gonna hang in there tonight, but that'll be a really fun one. So a doubleheader tonight from North Idaho College on IdahoSports.com. Mullen versus Clark Fork at 530. Lakeside versus Wallace at 7 o'clock. So, you and Buff, that's awesome. That'll be fun. I'll have to tune in. Yep, looking forward to it. Okay, White Pine League. Let's go D1 first. Lapway and Prairie playing for the district championship Thursday night at Lewiston High School. On the back end of the bracket, <clears throat> in the loser out game preceding it, 
It's number three, Kamii, number five, Genesee. This is pretty much gone according to schedule here. Tight semifinal on Saturday between Prairie and Kamii. The Pirates win by six, 45-39. Kamii then beats Troy in this loser out game, 55-42. Genesee beats Potlatch, 67-54. I like Kamii to advance here. Um, and really, Lapway, Prairie, Kamii. Any combination of the three could get to state officially i'm still going to stick with prairie as your district champ lapway as your second place team only because they split in the regular season and prairie won the most recent matchup but honestly all three teams are are state tournament quality squads yeah and i look at this one and i'm gonna go opposite i think lapway gets the win tonight um, but I realistically could see them playing each other at state and the result flips just like last year. Um, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me one bit. So, uh, but yeah, both these, I mean, there's three teams in this, in this deal that realistically deserve their shot at, at going and, and playing in the, in the state tournament. I mean, really Cami is another team out there that's been playing really good ball this year. And um, you know, they showed it, obviously they lost a tight one to Prairie uh, on Saturday, but they were able to get the, the win. Um, you know, over over a decent Troy team. I mean, pretty convincingly too. So um, finding their way into that that third place ipso facto type game uh, against Genesee. There's some like intrigue in that one though, because Genesee can make things interesting. Um, so it'll be it'll be an interesting matchup, I think. That, but I like I like Prairie Lapway combination one two coming out of the conference. Yep, for sure. It's going to be a really intense battle down the stretch. And speaking of intense battles, we should have one tonight at Lapway High School for the 182 White Pine District title. Kendrick and Deary, one versus two. Uh, before that, we will have number three, St. John Bosco, number four, Nez Purse as well in a loser out battle. Winner of that will play the loser of Kendrick and Deary. Two spots to state on the line here. I still like Kendrick. I still like Deary. In which order, though, remains to be seen. I like the Tigers uh, closing things out. They got a bit of an axe to grind this year. You look at there's a, there's an edge to that team. Um, I know that the games have been close this year between the two. I just think uh, Kendrick closes out. They hold serve, and they end up punching the auto bid. Um, but, I mean, Deary... They're like I said, we've been sleeping on Deary. I think it's the most slept on team probably in any classification statewide this year, kind of flying under the radar as far as resume that they've put together. This Mustang team's good and uh they can definitely do some damage. Um, you know, hold coming state tournament time. This this is a team that nobody wants to see on their seed line. Absolutely, you don't want to see when you're half the bracket. And I've said it all year, Kendrick and Deary are each top four teams in the state yep. of Idaho this year. Absolutely. I can't get anybody else in the media convinced of that when we vote in the media poll, but Hey, um, you can be a second place team in your league and still be a, you know, top four team at state. I mean, yeah, definitely is possible. So anyways, all right. That's our girls basketball whip around. Hey, Wallace minor athletics in the chat, go miners hashtag minor pride. We're so happy that we're able to broadcast these district championship games tonight. I'm, I'm looking forward to what should be a great atmosphere there at nic for sure yeah no it should be great games and that one that i mean the nightcap is going to be a, a dandy of a ball game you got yourself a great one yep all right let's take a look at your north idaho nine for this week skags uh after 
some surprising results. You had to make a couple of changes here. We'll have it across the bottom line here on the screen, but if you're listening audio only as well, Ryan's going to run through them. This is his North Idaho nine, his power rankings of the nine best girls basketball teams in North Idaho, regardless of classification. Here we go. So number one, a little bit of a mix up here. We got shake up this week. Coeur d'Alene after the drubbing of Lake City. They're going to draw that top seed this week uh, in my power ranking. What it means, absolutely nothing, but it's just my personal opinion. <laughs> so uh, I got Lake City two, Sanfoy holds at three, uh, Grangeville at four, Timberlake still at five, even though they took the, the lump to Bonners Ferry, but the, the Badgers find their way back in at number nine. But uh, I think the intrigue there is going to be the Lapway, Kendrick, Prairie, kind of six through eight right there. They're all kind of interchangeable. Um, I know that they've you know had some, some back and forth battles this year. I know Lapway and Kendrick split. Um, which is going to be, I mean, we talk about future tense next year in girls basketball. You talk about an intriguing conference with, with Kendrick entering the fold into the white pine at one, a well now two a, uh, next year will be, uh, that's going to be some awesome battles. There will be, that's a great conference an absolutely great conference. That's going to be really fun next year. How that dynamic changes for sure. All right, we're going to wrap up with some boys basketball talk uh, here on the North Idaho PrepCast presented by No Vape Idaho. Be smart, don't start. We've got uh, their banner on our website, idahosports.com. You can just click that uh, to, to take you to their website. You can also just type in No Vape Idaho. That's no with a K, K-N-O-W, No Vape Idaho in your favorite web browser as well. All right, boys, hoop skags. Um, a couple of interesting non-conference matchups. Really, the big one was... Bonners Ferry and Lakeside. They played last night. Badgers get the win. Um, but stock for each of these teams is sky high, in my opinion. If we if we could just get the rest of the state on board with this. Man, I'm like, you know, Lakeside was getting slept on last year and they won the state title. I don't think Coach Two Teeth really minds one bit that Lakeside's kind of just sailing in there quietly, um, you know, looking towards, you know, state tournament time. But uh, that was a great game. I mean, like, yeah, it was a, a double-digit win for the Badgers, but you look at what they got production-wise out of that lineup against a really good opponent. I mean, that's that's something you like walking in towards the postseason with, having that feather in your cap, uh, defeating the defending 1A D1 champ. Um, you know, you get 30 points from your, your leading score, and then you get, you know, I think it was three other guys that were in double digits in the game last night for, for the Badgers. I mean, great contributions. And Lakeside had some great, you know, showings is you know Tyson Charlie got in the mix in that game as well and uh there's a lot to come out that I don't think you hang your head one bit if you're lakeside walking out of that game because Bonner's Ferry played in the 3A title game last year and realistically could do it again I mean as Christian you know says in the chat um you know the I agree uh it was a ton of fun it was a great game like a great game for both those teams and I think that's the type of thing that you want to see if you're either coach going into postseason play yeah, here's Christian Weiner, our uh, IdahoSports.com colleague. Lakeside is really good and is going to be a tough out at State. Last night was a ton of fun, State atmosphere and a tight game until the final minute. Yes, and yeah. Christian, of course, lives up there in Bonner's Ferry, an assistant coach with Nathan Williams on that Bonner's Ferry staff. Christian, uh, if you know somebody, can you get me some basketball rosters from Bonner's Ferry? We got to put them up on our site. Boys and girls basketball rosters. I'm going to put you in charge of that for for varsity. We try to get every school's roster up on our website, IdahoSports.com. Uh, 
That's your special assignment for us, Christian. <laughs> See, you comment, I'm going to put you to work. Sam commented last week. I've got him helping out on the broadcast tonight. <laughs> Christian commented, I've got him working too. Nonsense. Getting voluntold to do things. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yep, for sure. Uh, here's Christian. Yep, sure thing. <laughs> Appreciate it. Thank you, Christian, as always. Um, so, yeah, that was kind of the big story in boys basketball. Um, I do just want to quietly point out and, and the quarter lane press did a, a nice job. Of this, I think it was Mark Nelke in, in his weekly column kind of talked about lakeside kind of bubbling under the surface, uh, laying low St. Mary's also very quietly mm-hmm. put, putting together a very nice season, not quite as good as we're used to seeing, but definitely the favorite in the two ACIL and uh, it wouldn't surprise me if they got to state and were battle tested and, and ready yeah. to make some noise again. So, well, where have we seen that before? Coach Chase led team going into state battle tested under the radar to make some noise. I mean, I don't think we've ever seen that before. <laughs> <laughs> he brought back only two players that even suited up for varsity last year, and they were like yeah. end of the bench type guys. So, what he does every year is just remarkable. So, yeah, no, absolutely. Um, another game that kind of flew under the radar last night, uh, Potlatch and Kendrick was yes. a that was a great game last night too. Kendrick ended up closing things out with under, I think it was 10 seconds left in the game. They got some big free throws down the stretch and um, a great battle between two really good teams. That'll be, that'll be a league matchup next year too. Um, but the, the Tigers got the big win there and over a really good, that's a state caliber team. That'll be a state, probably a state team. Uh, well, if Cami, I has something to say about that too, it's come district tournament time, but um yeah, that's uh, that was a big win for the Tigers last night. It's between Kamei Potlatch, you know, somebody's not going to make it, and it's going to be. Yep. It happened. It happened last year. Potlatch was the three seed. Kamei was the two. Yep. Pot, Potlatch got him. So, uh, yes, that top three in the White Pine going to be really fun to watch um, as the postseason rapidly approaching. So, was that right, a rock fight, which I believe is like your favorite saying currently is. You know, those two just get into rock fights with each other. Yeah. Right. Well, I, you know, when I've used that, I'm quoting other coaches. But yes, rock yeah. fight seems to be a popular <laughs> term for sure. Uh, okay. Let's wrap up with your boys basketball, North Idaho 9. Again, your power rankings of the nine best teams in Idaho, uh, regardless of classification. Here we go. Yeah. So, number one, I got Coeur d'Alene. Number two, Lapway. Three, Bonners Ferry. Badgers realistically could be moving into that two line very quickly. Uh, four Lakeside, still a very, very good team. Five Kendrick, six Potlatch, and then the seventh spot for the final nine is that meme that I posted last week of Lewiston Lake City and Post Falls. I will say this: Camii is on that bubble, kind of outside looking in. Um, that's a team that's dangerous that nobody wants to face in the district tournament. That is a team that. Um, I realistically look at them kind of like a pressure cooker waiting to, to kind of go off. Yep. It's going to be very interesting. And I'm so glad for the second week in a row, uh, we've got this three-way tie for seventh between Lewiston, Lake city and post falls, because that allows me to put this uh, incredible (laughs) meme that you made last week up on the screen. (laughs) (laughs) It still fits, man. Cause like they all beat up on each other. Nobody. I mean, yeah, it's. <laughs> uh, whoever created the cri- tie-breaking criteria for five A for the second place, 
Good luck. I don't know what it's going to come down to, but they, they've all kind of traded wins and losses with each other. So I don't know how that one's going to shake out, but um, it'll be be fun. <laughs> yes. And again, for those listening, we have the Spider-Man meme where there's three Spider-Men and they're all pointing at each other. Hey, you're the same as me. And it's Lake City <laughs> Lewis did post falls all pointing at each other. Um, and, and I said, really, you know, could a 4-8 team steal a win over one of these 5-As? Hasn't happened. So that's why we're continually in this uh, three-way tie. So um we will see it's i think it's gonna go to the rock paper scissors or the three-legged sack race on alternating sundays (laughs) the basketball reference right (laughs) yeah that's uh (laughs) that's for sure um okay well uh that'll do it for this edition of the north idaho prepcast on idahosports.com oh hey before we get out sam Hey, guys. Nice Spider-Man meme. See you tonight, Brandon. Let's have some fun. Yeah, sounds good, Sam. I'll see you in a couple hours. Boy, where did the day go? I got to get ready yeah. for this game. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. All right. Well, I think he's making his debut on, on Idaho Sports, too, which would be great. That's awesome to have him joining the join in the fun. He does a great job with um, highlighting high school athletics here in North Idaho in his own right, and he's well-connected, and that's, a, that's awesome to have him join with you tonight for the game. It should be awesome. Yep. Uh, should be a good time. So, uh, big thanks to everybody for tuning into the North Idaho prep cast. Uh, enjoy the competition this weekend, everybody for Ryan Skaggs. I'm Brandon Bainey next week. Skaggs, uh, our regularly scheduled programming will be interrupted. We'll have our special girls basketball state tournament preview as a placeholder here on the North Idaho prep cast. So you get the week off next week. Does that mean that we get to do a wrestling breakdown like the week after? Uh, yes. So, so here's, here's how it's going to go is, uh, next week, girls basketball state preview special. And then the following week, we're going to do a special Matt chat state wrestling bonanza, right? Uh, on our prep cast, we will do state tournament preview for wrestling state girls recap. Then the following week, state boys basketball preview special, and then we'll do wrestling and boys basketball recaps all in one. Um, in four weeks, that's and very. I'll have confusing. my winter, my winter Skaggsy awards. So yes, it's the Skaggsies. Yeah, they're the coming. I've been, I've been keeping. No- I've been taking notes. Like I've been making notes all through the year. Like, I mean, you can't just have one big night. But there's been some nice efforts that'll that'll show up. There'll be some kind of under the radar picks this year. No, no spoilers yet. But there'll be some nice nice efforts that have been out there that'll get recognized from maybe some teams that aren't necessarily in the top two or three in their conference. Yep. All right. Well, uh, we are so excited for that, but we got to get there first state championship events coming up, starting with our girls basketball state tournament preview special next week here on the North Idaho prep cast on IdahoSports.com. for Ryan Skaggs. I'm Brandon Bainey. We'll see you next time on IdahoSports.com.